Okay, let's see what arises. Can you check the volume? Is it turned off? Oh, yeah. Okay, it's on now. Is it okay? Is that good for everyone? Not too bad. Great. Patrick, can you... One, two, three, four. <laughs> uh, it is said to uh, strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is getting hot. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. This um, continuing investigation of, of where the identification is. Yes. Is where is it? Yes. And I guess it's the same thing. Where the pull is back into the movie. Correct. Where the pull is even very deep into the movie. And at the Ottawa retreat that ended last week, you said ninety percent of identification is memory, and. Uh, when we were driving back uh, to Toronto, the memory came back very, very clearly, you know, not just when we started in Ottawa, but Toronto is basically my hometown, uh -huh. but I haven't lived there during my, you know, uh, adult life. But I visited from time to time. But this time coming back, uh, the memories were so real, like, you know, the school I went to, the house I was, you know, born in, kind of thing, uh, the neighborhoods, um, university, very, very clear. And, um, and, and then I visited my brother, and there's a lot of memories there, of course, they go back, and he's the beginning of his life. Because he's younger, and uh, so what I noticed, what the noted, the observation was that there was real identity. It was just like being there. And then later on, I guess last night or this morning, it, it shifted. There was just an observation that memories had come back. But also, I was trained in history. And so the whole mind is, is geared, is focused on, on history, you know, going right back to the, the very past. beginning. Yeah, of, that makes the, the past very valid. Hmm? That makes the past very valid. Yeah, it, it, it adds to that. It does. And then I'm the genealogist of the family. I mean, not however, but if anybody wants to know about the ancestors, they, they call me. Yeah. Nobody else seems to, you know, do it like that. So it seems to be very, very strong, and I'm just where I'm at is that there has been a shift into more of the observer thing, that, okay, memories, and I know from the teaching that these memories are coming right now in the moment. Yes. And this is just what's happening. Yes. And once they're observed, there is at least less identification. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the, um, yeah. And it's, it's impossible to to say, okay, cut off these memories, they're just going to be there, but as long as they're just recognized as, as uh, consciousness functioning yes. and doing its thing. Yes. When identification is running, memory comes with the, the reality quality to it that that memory was applicable to you. Okay? Mm, yeah. with, with that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unlike Greek history. Unlike Greek history, yeah. exactly. It's just a story. Yeah. Maybe it happened like that, maybe not. Yeah. Without identification, memory is an aspect of mind that happens in the present moment. Uh -huh. And you have no way of knowing how it happened, if memory is correct, if it happened at all. Because memory is like a thought in the present moment with a particular like like a sepia dye run through it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, it's got an aged feel about it. You have no way of knowing if any of those things happened unless you run in identification. Because memory is a particular type of thought at the present moment. But conditioning makes us want to believe that, well, that's how it is. It seemed that at the beginning, and I'm entering in Toronto, that it was even more real 
than what was going on in the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's really weird. Yeah. 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 So in the same way that believing thoughts, believing you are your body, believing memory, is the very same mechanism. If memory is believed, it's real and it's alive and it's happening right now. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody having fear of closed spaces because they were locked in an elevator when they were a kid. And then the, the fear, it's like, hold on, that's a memory, that's a memory, but you're reacting as if it's in the present. So memory is just like a reaction from the past. It's, it's actually a thought in the present moment, yeah. which is believed to have happened in another time. And can create a reaction. And it's been brought right up. The believing aspect can only happen in the present time. Mm -hmm. So therefore now, it, it's alive now. Mm -hmm. Then it's got potency in the moment. Mm -hmm. And that's, it, that's being in the movie, right? Absolutely. Something is believed, the movie is real. Memory is nothing more than a, a, a particular, no, it, it's nothing more than a thought in the present moment that has a particular aroma of it. And the uh -huh. aroma is, it's from another time, and then the sticky aroma, and the smell, is, that happened to me. You have no way of knowing. Okay. But we live in a world where, where historical fact and memory is taken okay. to be real, is trusted. So memories of the past, I think, in this case, seem to be particularly sticky. I think that's... It's just what's up. Because you see it for what it is. That's what seems to be there. Because yes. Yes. the whole mind being trained... Yes. Yes. In, in, in the past. To, being trained to, 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 to regard the, the past. There's a value for history yeah, somewhere in your mechanism. There's a big value for history. Yeah, so then it, it spills over to there's a value in memory. Uh-huh. That's what's going on. Uh-huh. Because history is, well, like the whole thing, it might be interesting, but it's not important. Not at all. And because you can fool yourself saying, oh, well, I realize it's not important, but it's interesting, and it's just a game. No, it's just like watching the news every night. Uh -huh. Okay, well, it's just like watching a video. Uh -huh. uh, and it's just a game, so it's, but that, it, that's a trap, you can really, Yes. The mind can be fooled into, into thinking that. Yes. With this really identification. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like this history just this history unfolding in the present moment. Yes. It's just a Yes. It's really sticky. It's just memory. Yeah. It's just memory. It's a type of quality that has a memory mm -hmm. feel to it. Mm -hmm. That's all. A, a, a type of thought that has a memory feel to it. It's only a thought in the moment. Yeah. So, so what's the, the, so this is being a, okay. So this is observed. Okay. The observers, whatever the what okay. observer it is, it's really coming in. It's All really, right. It's really seeing that. All right. So maybe, maybe a particular form called Patrick, sixty years ago, went to that particular school. Yeah, yeah. And maybe not. You actually have no way of knowing, really. It's just that the movie played that scenario. But now there's only subjective memory of the movie. You actually don't know if it ever happened at all. You have to trust memory only. If you lost your memory, you would totally stand in front of the school and say, no, there's no way I went to school here. I'd remember it. And that fact would stand then, if memory was wiped. <coughs> so see but how it, memory is created. See I, see, how I, see how it's, I see how it's created. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Even if all this identification is seen yes. at some point, yes. then the, those thoughts, of course, could, could still continue to come. Yes, but only like thoughts of, oh, there's AC on the room. Just, yeah. just a 
seeing. That the shock is just no more validity yes. than any other thought. Has no potency. And all of and all the thoughts together have no validity. No, they have no validity. But there's at no nothing special about that thought compared to that. None thought. at all. Okay, that that helps. None at all. Mm-hmm. It's just thought. Don't be bothered with any of them. All equally useless. <laughs> <laughs> And it keeps going to where you could. You don't even notice them. Yeah. You don't even notice. Them. Well, the other thing that's coming up is um, <clears throat> the recognition that if, if all identity goes, this is just this is just a big hunk of it. But if all identity goes, there's a recognition of the, the implications of this. For whom? The implications. For well, that's whom? it. That's it. For whom? Yeah. Like, at first the implication is what, and you said it last night, absolutely everything goes. There's nothing left. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Uh-huh. But for whom is it absolutely everything? I mean, it's the first reaction is, oh my God, it's the me. It's for me, the me. Yes, it's the me. There's nothing left for the me. That's right. But the me is dead, so it doesn't suffer the withdrawal symptoms, <laughs> you know, there's no consequences, yeah, there's no yeah. implications for the knee, yeah, okay. because the knee's dead. So, okay, so this thing about, oh my God, the implications, I mean, what it means, you know, not only for, you said last night, it's more important what you don't do than what you do, and the implications are what is no longer done here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That goes. Uh-huh. And not only that, <laughs> what was planned to be done in the future goes. Oh God, you okay. can dump that now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that's the inevitable. Whenever there's a, oh, the implications of this. I mean, yes. what, what Jack is saying, I mean, my God. But you this, see, this is, you know, unbelievable. But you see, the eye can't imagine what it would be like without itself. Yeah, that's right. And that's the root of this. So the eye is imagining that it's going to have to be there and it's going to have to in some way suffer mm-hmm. from lack of itself. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know. But then there's a practical matter, it means I mean, suppose I have this plan, you know, to you know to move off to a nice quiet place, which is what uh-huh. you know I'm gonna do. Uh-huh. And then just be there, and then do all these wonderful things like you know reading some of the books I've never read before, and, uh-huh. and then coming up with a brilliant essay or something. So, so sowing the seeds for more identification, you know, yeah. it's working for you, fine. But yeah. what are you doing at that time? And so when, <laughs> <laughs> and then the bee comes back and says, "Oh my God! I mean, there's nothing left." Yes, there's nothing there. So it, that's where, it's just, maybe it's, I hope it's the last gasp of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who knows? No, it goes no. until it stops. Well, that's a me hoping. <laughs> sure, it is, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Let it all go. Free flow of it, huh? Mm-hmm. Drop it. Drop free it flow. All. Free fall. Free fall. No reference points, just, yes. you know, just, yes. and then, yeah, you have the ability to see that whenever this happens, that's just the identification. Yes. It's, it's, it's just, it's just yes. kicking, up, kicking up its fuss yes. again. Yes, that's right. Just and watching that. And you get to see it really quickly, like, whoops, here we go again, uh, just drop it, drop it, drop it, you know? You see it more quickly. Absolutely. You see it before it gets into story. You see as it's rising up. Yeah, it, it doesn't take, you know, overnight for it to, for, for it to be seen. It, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, that's it. It's to see it. You've got to see it faster. See faster. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And see sure. faster. I'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Since you were here last, um, life has taught me gratitude. For everything. And um, I guess acceptance never felt comfortable with me because 
somehow or other acceptance felt like it had ego in it. Like, who am I to accept or not to accept? Whereas gratitude seemed to cut through um, the I want or I don't want, the the good, bad, um, since the gratitude was for everything. Um, And it it just seemed like gratitude was much more all-encompassing, whereas acceptance seemed like, well, I have to accept the bad things. Whereas gratitude, you're grateful for the good, the bad, okay, for everything. So, okay, so that's that's sort of been my, okay, I call it a practice. Okay, is there still good and bad then? Um, not really, I don't think, mm. because um, every situation that comes up shows itself that it can't be labeled good or bad. Yes. Um, especially with gratitude being the base. Yes. And uh, so, um, if you know, if if there's anything else that you might speak to gratitude, um, I'd, I'd love to hear it. I just wanted to also say that last night. Um, In the other satsangs and, and when, when reading, um, and I heard people saying how they could feel the pain of being in this body and constricted, I, I, I couldn't resonate with that. I didn't know what, what that meant. Mm-hmm. And last night, when you so, no, there's no word for it, when you said, God is all there is. It rang so true within that it was like there was a crack and I could feel the pain that, that the, the thought of me being this body created. And it was like there was a whoosh of gratitude for that. So that, like, when I began, the practice of gratitude, um, it was like I was, after the fact, saying, oh, I should be feeling gratitude. But this just came up without, without me. And the incredible thing was that later that night, last night, um, I realized that that gratitude that came not from me, um, was able to wipe away, dissolve the resistance I had to two areas where I couldn't really feel grateful. Uh-huh. And so, it's it, I'm just so grateful for yeah. her. Yeah. You're grateful for gratitude? For <laughs> 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 everything. there's anything you could speak about gratitude more. Um, is there any sense that the gratitude is from you to another place? Is, is, it, is it still within the dualistic framework? Well, what I was wondering was whether gratitude can be something like, like love and joy where you don't have to be grateful for something mm. that it can just yes. exist on its own. Yes. Does it happen like that? There are times, yes, yeah. when it does. Move towards that. Move towards that. But I, I couldn't move towards that. Okay. okay. Very good. No, I can. Mm-hmm. But you could okay. move away from gratitude for. Yes. You yes. can only move yes. away. Yes. I can see that. You can only move away. It's about the not doing. Yeah. Yeah. Gratitude pours on its own for for you will see that it pours for no reason. 
But mind, okay, stage one, mind practices I'm grateful for, or let gratitude pour forth for. Okay, then it's seen that gratitude, gratitude arises, and we still put cause and effect on it. Gratitude arose when you heard that there's only God. Yeah. In that, yeah. Just in that context, it, gratitude arose. Okay, let it be seen that gratitude is completely independent to cause and effect. Completely. So there was gratitude there whether I had heard. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But mind will yes. attribute a cause mm -hmm. because it links everything together in linear time and, and it seeks understanding. So it keeps kicking things together that really don't have any association at all. Gratitude happens, apparently, <laughs> in the movie. Gratitude happens. Well, that was that was the other question that I had. Will there ever come a time where gratitude isn't necessary because you see that everything is just perfection, and therefore, what are you grateful for if everything is perfection? So that question come, comes from the one who is practicing gratitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The question won't be there. Actually. No, the question won't be there. It won't be there. What makes you think that you're an individual? How come that thought is still there somewhere? Conditioning. Can the conditioning be just happening in consciousness? Yep. It can. It's just an expression of because it can. Expression of what is because it can. Yeah. And how does it make a you? How does the conditioning make a you? Let there be just conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make a you. Does it make no. a you? It no. <laughs> no, it doesn't make a you. It's just thought running through. But, but the cause and effect glues it together to make a product, which is a separate you. It's just roles and conditioning, and these things happen in the movie. But a separate individual? Mm. That one is questionable. No, I, I, I know that it's the belief in the thought that I am that. Yes. That's creating the yes. pain. It's not this that's creating the pain. Yes. It's believing. It's believing the thought. Yeah. yeah. So believing, the believing aspect, which is atta attached to a thought, it's like for Patrick, a thought, but it has a memory quality to it, a past yes. tense feeling yeah. about it. Okay, so now we have a thought, and then we have a believability or a believing quality attached to it. That's another thought. Do you see? Yes. The, the belief system is, is a thought superimposed upon a benign thought. But that's what makes it sticky. Yeah. The thought itself isn't and the belief is another thought, in and of itself, not sticky either. It's just another thought. The believing quality is just another thought. But if the believing quality is not seen as a thought, then it's acting itself out and it creates the idea of a you. The believing aspect is a thought. It's just a more subtle one. But it's just a thought. And if you can see it, then, then nothing is believed. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see yeah. it? Yeah. But if you can't see that it's a thought, of course it's going to run. Right. Like, like, like everything else. If you can't see it, you're in it. Deep, deep beliefs about being a person, and we're just the power 
behind that come from the thing it's never thought but boy it feels really powerful here yeah and in the mind just it's like a a denying machine that's all it does is this denying machine (laughs) a denying denying machine machine. and it just anything it can't explain it just dismisses Ah. And it's like, that's where I go to look for truth, so, so where else, and I guess this is where I'm at. Okay. 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 How to really uproot that belief and... Okay. Is there a feeling place inside you or an intuition? Is there an inner knowing that you've accessed? Consciously, but I keep coming back to these things and drawing I'm drawn here, but constantly there's just mind of me, like, but you're here, right? like I'm a person, it's just so it sort of hypnotized with that, I guess. Okay, okay, it is a hypnosis, it really is a hypnosis. But if you look to the mind for truth, you'll never find it. The mind is the machine for, for the lie, for the illusion, for the dream, for the movie. That's its job. It's a tool within the movie to make the movie seem real so that participation is possible. So how do you kind of attack that, get at that opportunity to step root that belief? And okay. When, when, when mind is busy, do you fight it? Yeah, this is work. Yeah, this is the problem. Yeah. This is the problem. Because when 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 there's a pushing against mind, uh, that resistance is like fuel for the mind. Because it's an energy of, of resistance and the mind knows resistance very well. Because it's constantly no, no, yes, I like, I don't like. It's full of resistance and Where does that energy of resistance come from? Mind? Consciousness expressing everything it can. And it builds up the experience of resistance from fear. That there's something to protect yourself from. That there's something that must be resisted. Because there is something that makes it not safe for me. That must be running someplace. That's where you gotta start. Because they're your foundational beliefs. You're giving rise to the the pain that mind is causing because it's just relentless. The thing is, you've got to find out is it really not safe or is that just memory playing? Is it really not safe? Right here, right now. For many people, this is a daunting scenario. We, We have a microphone in front of you and 30 people there. But somehow you're doing it anyway. So is this not safe? Uh, logically, it's fine. Yeah. But there seems to be... Yeah, logically it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And that, that, that voice that says, Oh, oh, I don't know if this is safe. It's, it, it's kind of like a parrot on your shoulder, you know? Oops, oops, oops. Be careful here. Or whatever it says. You, you know more than I do. You know what it says. But stick with the logic. Stick with the like. Okay, what's going on here? No, this is fine. This is fine. So that you introduce safety to your system. So that you can see that the parrot is just operating from memory. It's just operating from fear. So you don't have to fight the parrot. It's just more like, yeah, 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 here, yeah, fine. Fine, off you go. You see everything as a, as a black and white and a mist of dread, you know? <laughs> so you've got to kind of like reduce his power. Because at the minute the parrot is really strong and, and has convinced you that it can find truth. It can't. It can only detect danger where there is none. A lot so of time. isn't that though, logically saying no safe? Isn't that just more mind? Yeah. Yeah. We can only use mind to dissolve mind. But but there's a, for most people there is that piece of work to do to to 
to be able to get a distance so you can understand, yeah, this is just mind, this is just mind. Uh, yeah, what am I going to do, be a slave of it forever? Or just see it for what it is? And let's say, maybe something will happen, because there's an opening then. There's an opportunity for something else to show itself. But while you're believing mind and totally being a slave to it and fighting it, there's, there isn't that distance. So we've got to get that distance, where you can recognize Mr. Dread, your parrot on your shoulder, and, okay, you know, I'm safe. Today, I'm safe. It's fine. And start, start putting in that conditioning. It's just about putting in the balancing of something that was laid, laid in there a long time ago, that's been kept alive by Mr. Dredd. So you're just changing conditioning? Yep. At this point, it's not even the same. Mm-hmm. If you... What's not even the same? Um, because I, I just feel like I'm playing more in the mind. Yes. And just yes. Yes. It is spinning more up there, yeah. Sometimes it works to put in the opposite of what seems to have so much power. And if you put in the opposite, it kind of balances the books a bit. It kind of dis- dissolves the story. Do you know? If that doesn't work, well, if you don't want, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not gravitated towards that, getting distance from mind is going to be kind of tricky. Because you're going to have to get distance from thoughts and just say, yeah, that's just mind. Listen, you know, not interested, not so interested. But right now you're listening to everything, you're listening to I am a person. So we've got to turn down the volume of mind. And if, 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 you can throw in the opposite belief system what's been running. It dissolves its rigid belief in how the world is. So we're just changing its program so that it doesn't shout so loud. In a couple of months, the landscape will be quite different in your head. It's worth a shot. And it's like, okay, that's just mine. I can program it with anything. Believing it, that's a whole different bargain. This is just a computer program. This is just software. Where does it come from? Where everything comes from. Just the source. The source of the illusion. Then I wonder why there's so much resistance. Why would source? Resistance comes from fear. Resistance comes from fear. That's where that comes from. Being okay with everything arises when you feel safe, when the experience of feeling safe is, is conditioned into the system. So it's like you want to take a big step, and I'm not sure it's going to be that easy. You take a small step, and the next step will be much, much easier. Take the small step. It's going to be much easier. Just recondition it. Play with reprogramming your mind, just so that the whole thing softens inside. Because the resistance has to go. Because the resistance is talking even louder. We've got a double whammy. You've got the negative thoughts and you've got resistance to the negative thoughts. You've got two. Let's do one at a time. So first we remove away the resistance so that whatever mind says is fine. If you go for the high jump, it's just resistance to what I'm saying. So the resistance is still winning. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you if you want to actually dissolve this resistance or not. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Just, just watch to see if you're resisting what's being suggested. That's the subtle layer of it, huh? Mm-hmm. Anything that will help you, you want to put your, the resistance is there to push it away so that you can maintain the suffering. Mm-hmm. If you're finished with suffering, you'll take steps. These steps are the next step, a set, set of steps that you hear. You take steps if you're finished suffering. Question is, are you finished suffering?
values in the world seems to be gone and then the spiritual values are still sacred. Yes. Mm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let the whole lot be wiped clean, huh? Say that again. Let all of it be wiped clean. Okay. Right. The value system is held by an eye. Okay. Yes, because that's been the one that's been held for so, so many years. Yes. Sense of sacred is being all important. Yes. Sense of sacred is a sense of, a sense of BS, to be honest. <laughs> Do you know it's all sacred or nothing is sacred? At this point. Early on in the game, of course, there is sacredness. There's a place for all of it because you're trying to manage the map and walk your way through it. But at this point, when the external world is seen to be, there's just less and less stickiness going on about it. It's just, the attachment seems to be dissolving. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. When that happens, move the I don't care to I don't mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You see? It's an I don't mind. 
It's more a, a, I'm okay with all of it because then I don't care. It's too much of that oh, yeah. pushing away. Yeah, it's, it's, it felt like. yeah there's a, a, a resistance in there of some sort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it, it, it often shows itself like that first in the falling away. It's kind of brutal, you know, in, in the disclosure. It, because it has to get your attention. It, yes, it does. It does. Because yeah. it, was, it was kind of shocking. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes, that's it. So let it evolve into, I don't mind, I don't mind. Work comes and goes, this, I don't mind, I don't mind. That really, thank you. So then, the silence arises, okay, so mind tries to grab, and mind does that. Mind does that. I don't mind. Okay, then I'll take a bit of work. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there's, mm, you'll have to use your discernment to know when mind is, okay, if you're taking the I, I don't mind position with mind grabbing something, <coughs> grabbing a state of stillness or the natural state, then you have to use discernment. Is mind growing by taking this position of I don't mind? Or, or is the I don't mind literally a position of no stickiness at all, and may it be as it is. Okay, so are you attaching energy to that thought, I don't mind? Yes. Okay. Is there a position being held? Uh-huh. I don't mind. It's, it's like it's a tag for mind, but don't let it be a, for, for the mind. Don't let it be a position, a reference point. Oh, I don't mind. It's like, oh, vomit. <laughs> no, it's not I don't mind. It's taking a position of, I don't mind. Uh-huh. I, I get the feeling. In person. I get the feeling of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In person. In person. It's an in person position. Okay. And I know the feeling of it because of that. Yes, you, you do. Okay. You do. You do. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So softness when mind comes and grabs the silence, saying, okay, there's silence. There's silence beneath this stuff that has the attention of mind now. Yeah. And, and so what? The calm little goal, silence is, is there all the time. I keep reminding myself of that. Yeah. It's still there. It's always there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to come up, My question is not about the beginning. Yes. My question is how it is. Yes. All the teachings which have came part of me, my logic tells me Two thoughts, space and time. This is Maya. Yes. Yes. Thank you for confirming it. Yes. I came from Ottawa just to confirm that. Yes. The other thing is, space and time are not there. Yes. It's the kind of instrument we are this body-mind. It has created. Yes. Thank you again. Right. Time, as I saw in your video, that it is nothing but movement. All this is just movement. When I see body-mind sitting over there, my consciousness is not seeing on its own, 
it is seen through his flashy eyes. I want to have a direct experience where my consciousness does not use this instrument to see things, it perceives on its own. Yes. So why is there my consciousness? What is the body-mind that is claiming to own a perception of consciousness? It's not body-mind is claiming consciousness. Consciousness is using this body-mind to see these things. Yes. Through these fleshy eyes. Okay. Listening through these ears. Yes, so who is the one who wants the mechanism of the body-mind to be bypassed? The dynamic portion of consciousness is asking the stillness sitting in front of me, please let me have that direct experience. What is stillness? And consciousness is asking that question of consciousness. Of the stillness. Of consciousness. This is in Maya. The form of Jack is in Maya. Body-mind, yes. But you are not Maya. No, you are the reality. But you are the reality. You we cannot point to that which is the reality. There is only the reality. There is no separation in the reality. It is what you are. But the aspect I am talking about is reality in movement and reality at rest. When I am in this body-mind, I am that reality which is in movement. You have directly experienced what stillness is. Any time you wish to be part of this movement, you are. And when you don't, you are still. So if you take away the, 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 the want or the desire or the preference to be in the movie or not in the movement, not in the movie, to be part of the movement, so take away that. The stillness is what is. Yes. Okay. Nothing leaves the stillness to participate in the movement. It is within it. It is, but it's maya. So, so there's nothing bothered by it. Stillness is not bothered by it, of course not. It doesn't even know about it. Of course not. I am that, in that there is no I am. Yes. I am is the movement. Yes. Now, I am wants to feel at home wants to return home. This desire is the problem. This desire comes from the personal I, not from the I am. There is still identification. I thought these desire cannot be unless it comes from the stillness. Okay. Go. Okay. Come, come. Come baby home. Okay, very good. This desire is, is the one that remains everything of the world, all of the other desires disappear. You know this. Yes, and they get, yes. their energy gets subsumed into the desire for truth. Yes. The desire for truth becomes the obstacle at the end because it, it perpetuates the personal I. The personal I is the one who has the desire for truth. The desire for truth becomes the final obstacle. Even that gets surrendered or burnt up. My readings told me that this desire is the right desire and this desire permeates the whole creation. Yes. Because all creation wants to be still and be home. Yes, for that sure. That is the home. For sure. So this desire cannot be wrong and it cannot be the I wants there because I doesn't exist. Okay. This is a construct of mind but it does not exist. Desire is a construct of mind and does not exist. Desire is a thought. It is? Yes. It is a want to be complete. 
So as long as there is one thought being held to the very end, that thought is going to be the problem because that thought is the thing that keeps Maya appearing. That thought yes. must dissolve. The moment it dissolves, that thought is no more, its contour in time disappears, you become one with it. It is written like this to guide the readers to, to moving all energy into having just one desire and saying that that desire sees you through. The immature mind, if it read that that desire will actually be the problem because it's keeping the seeker alive, then everybody would say, oh, I have a mature mind, I'm going to drop the desire for truth. And there would be absolute and total misunderstanding. At a certain point, even the desire for truth falls away because it maintains the seeker. Seeker cannot reach the stillness. No, cannot, seeker cannot. Cannot reach it. It is beyond its success. Seeker is desiring truth. Now comes my request to you. Seeker is desiring truth. That stillness which you represent to me. Okay. My consciousness totally trusts that you are speaking. You cannot speak those words if they are not coming from the yes. stillness. Yes. My request is, let me have that direct experience. But still, <laughs> so the personal I wants to experience something. No, 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 no. Yeah. Personal I does not exist. Okay, personal I does not exist. There cannot be a desire without being owned. This desire, I am calling desire. It is a calling from home. That's why I am here. Okay, the calling from home can only be in Maya. It can only be where a belief is believed. Because there is only home, there is only God. The yearning for home can only happen in the moving. I made the distinction between movement and stillness. Yeah. That movement doesn't want to vibrate anymore. This is desire. I think this is a longing for stillness. This yes. is not a desire, this is a longing, and the whole creation has this longing. That doesn't, that doesn't validate it or say that it must be maintained. It is now the obstacle. It is now the obstacle, but something does not want to drop this. It is now the obstacle. Even that desire will be taken. Everything is taken. Everything. Even this desire. It's just the last part. This body-mind and this consciousness, which gives sentience to this body-mind, cannot do on its own. It can only be done by consciousness or awareness which is not identified. Yes. I am requesting to that unidentified awareness. Yes. Let me have a little taste of it. That's my unbending. You're begging yourself to, 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 to penetrate yourself. Okay, but something's not cooked. <laughs> My readings have also told me once this identified consciousness gets in the circle of, circle of yes. awareness which is not identified, yes. it starts itself setting right. Yes, it does. It does. The process. It does. It. it automatically happens. It does. It.
after coming here. No more worries. Okay. Thank you so much. It's like this too. Thank you. about something happening. What about there's nothing happening and maybe there'll always be just nothing happening? Mm. It, it actually feels right right now that nothing's happening. Yes. It does, it does feel right. Yes. It feels like... Maybe nothing will happen ever again. Mm. Okay. It still feels like I'm not finished. Or that, you know, it yes. still feels like... Yes. I'm not finished. Yes. Yes. Get familiar with nothing happening. Be totally fine with nothing happening. And be totally fine with that idea that's running, that something's not done. Doesn't You can believe it, that something's not done, and keep the show going. Mm-hmm. Or you can just see, well, that's a thought. Mm. Who, who's the one who would be bothered about whether it's done or not? But you pulled in that thought, uh-huh. which is like waiting to crank up the next phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, nothing's happening, fine. The show is not over, really. So, what, what show? What? <coughs> What's supposed to... Where's the script? Let there be none. Okay, just say that again, the, the thought about... It's not done, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. thought. It's right. just a thought. Like all the other thoughts. Like all the other ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Really settle into there's nothing happening. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, there's a reverb. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. The lady in the pink, and then we stop for a cup of tea. Muster a lot of courage to come in here. It's all right. Hello, everybody. But um, I have a question, and I'm not very familiar 
with your work, so I'm not sure if that's uh, a good question or not, but um, I hear you and I hear Eckhart Tolle and all these people saying, just be present and don't dwell on the past and don't worry too much about the future, just be. And on the other hand, I hear these people, for example, from The Secret saying, well, you have to visualize what, where you want to go and, and, and your goals and everything. So how do you make the distinction of, uh, you know, don't be worried and be present and at the same time have your, your goals and your objectives and where you want to go, I mean, without being so identified to, to those uh, goals that you have for them. Okay. Okay. The sense of the personal I, the ego, or it can be called mind also, it goes through a life cycle like everything in nature. It, it, it develops and it's interested in the world and then it starts looking for, well, is this all there is? And we start looking for something else. Um, in the maturing of, of the ego, it, it plays with all kinds of things. It plays with, I want this, I want that. So anything I want, ooh, maybe I can make it happen. And, it, and, and you can play with that for a while. And everything works some of the time. So then there's the state of mind of stillness. People say, well, I don't want anything. I'm not interested in the secret now. I'm not interested in making my life better. It's still not going to be good enough. And at a certain point, you'll discover that actually everything is fine, you know. I have enough money and I have a nice lifestyle and still not enough. Okay, when that kicks in, and you can't make it kick in, it's like an internal maturing. And then when that kicks in, it's like, okay, well, well what do I do now? And you end up going towards the Eckhartoli kind of work. And then you learn about stillness and what mind does. And you start looking and saying, oh my God, everything is created out of concepts. So I was just, in doing the secret, I was just playing with a concept and really charging a concept so that I could enjoy that concept in my reality. Okay, so now at this point, okay, now everything is concepts, and then there's the past and the future. And, and actually, it's all just going to head wreck me, so, so the present moment is fine. But the present moment is another concept. So then, after Eckhart Tolle, we've got this kind of sensing. And this, this is about truth. This is about, this is about who, who, what you really are, and that you're not your thoughts, and you're not a human being. And that which is stillness itself isn't interested in experiencing stillness. It's not interested in experiencing anything. That which is stillness itself is what you are. So every layer of Practicing falls away. Everything falls away. There is nothing to hang on to with what we're doing here. So it's not about it's not about being present or whatever. But but there is a place for all of it. Do you know if 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 what we're doing here resonates for you, great. But if it makes more sense, na na na, I've got to actually just be in the present moment so I can have a better lifestyle. Okay, fine. Like Hartel is perfect. There's a place for all of it. But when all of that is done, and it's like, actually, actually, there's nothing in the world. There's no technique. They're all the same. It's all just trying to stop suffering. It's all about trying to stop suffering. And once that is seen, okay, now, now what we're talking about has value. So when people come up and ask questions, even though it might seem that it's really within their life, it's pretty much known underneath it that, well, what I'm thinking, I believe. So what to do? It's now I believe it. And it's like the secret or manifest your destiny, anything along that line is playing on that. And it's saying, of course, if you, have, if you can see that what you believe seems real to you, is totally works out as real, well then surely we can change what you believe so that you can enjoy something else. Do you see? So that's how that works. That they've they've taken that to make it, to make it nicer within life. Well, for example, I feel that um, I used to be a, a person that worries too much, yeah. and I uh, it got to a point where I said, "Well, this is not working for me." Yeah. So I stopped worrying, and I'm more um, you know more still with my present now, yeah. right? 
Um, but at the same time, I, I'm thinking, well, I don't want to just cruise through life without, you know, um, having any objectives. Yeah. Uh, but how, uh, I mean, like, I really don't know how to um, encompass everything, like, not be, being worried about the future, but at the same time, uh, thinking, okay, I have uh, this objective of, uh, I don't know, buying a new house sure. or, or, or something else, right? So. Okay, but these are techniques for living that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Zapsang isn't about techniques for living. Okay. It's, it's about if you buy that new house or you don't buy that new house, can you see it makes no difference? Oh, I see, I see. So you're talking about the change has to be in, inside of you. The change happens and it's motivated by a search for truth. Who are you really? Are you who you think you are, or who are you really? And that desire to find out who you are, let that one get a charge. And eventually you'll have to drop it, <laughs> but, but let that one get a charge. Do you need to know, has that ignited itself? That you absolutely want to know, who am I? What is this whole thing well, about anyway? I'm very comfortable with my life, how it is right now. Um, sometimes I, like, I guess, question uh, my career, for example. Okay. Like, uh, I would like to do something more fulfilling instead okay. of just going there and okay. work for the penny and, and, yeah. and do X job that sure. just works for the company. It doesn't sure. really help anybody sure. else, right? Um, um, besides that, um, yeah. You know? yeah. So there, there's no burning desire, you see? There's no burning desire to find out about truth? Well, I think... Uh, no, I mean, I think that I, I know what I know and, and I'm fine with what I yeah. know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. When that stops working for you, then come to that time. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's when that's not good enough. But if that's working for you, oh, enjoy it, girl, enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy life being nice and easy and still, enjoy it. Because it will go belly up. <laughs> and everything will be the same on the outside, but something inside will be saying, it's empty, it's not good enough, it's not good enough. What now? And that's the beginning of, okay, truth is calling you home. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Um, 15 minutes. So we start at noon. All right, we'll just have a cup of tea and whatever.